Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Be A Boss Coaching Podcast. Today's podcast, will be talking branding, and I'm talking with a really good friend of mine, Jocelyn Lee, who I've known for about 10 years. I'm really excited for all of you to get a piece of her wisdom because she is so good at her job. She is an associate creative director for a branding and marketing agency called Case Agency, and she's been doing this for 17 years. So she has so much to share, so much knowledge to share around what branding is and breaking that down and really letting us know how you could develop your own branding strategy in your business. And if you're on my newsletter, last week I launched my Clarity and Strategy program. So I'm really excited to put that out into the world. I've gotten really good feedback and I promise that this program was designed to help you use the power of strategy to get clear on your business objectives and doing it with strategy and how that really helps you to move forward with your business without all the overwhelm and eliminating uncertainty in the process. So I invite you to check that program out. It is a three-call program. It is $200 and it's still a really good deal for the clarity that you're going to receive and for elevating your strategic game. So I'm really proud to have gone through the process of creating this and to all the people that really helped me in this process and figuring out what this looked like in practice. So I'm excited to finally put it out and help you in your own entrepreneurship journey. Okay. If you're new here, welcome. If this podcast or any of the episodes helped you in any way, come on over to Spotify or Google or wherever you listen to podcasts and leave a rating or a review. You can also follow me on Instagram. You can follow me on LinkedIn. You can also check me out at beabosscoaching.com. So thank you so much for being here and I hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to the Be A Boss Coaching Podcast, a leading podcast where we redefine entrepreneurship through the entrepreneurship journeys of women of color, BIPOC, and queer entrepreneurs. I'm Beatriz Rivera, and as a social worker turned entrepreneur coach and podcast host, I share my own journey and story. I decided to start my own coaching business during the pandemic when I was helping my dad, a veteran business owner, to keep his 23-year-old business open. Since then, I've thrown myself into courses, coaching, podcasts, and books. However, I've learned that entrepreneurship is a journey and we can all learn from each other's stories, mistakes, successes, and redefining the boundaries of what entrepreneurship can be. Subscribe to get new episodes every Monday and Friday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. So we are officially live. Hi, Joss. Amazing. How Hello. Are you? <laughs> Hello, Hello. How's it I'm going? Good. I'm so excited for you to be here. I'm always excited to talk to you. And every time we get to talk, I learn something new and there's always something going on. So you're busy, girl. <laughs> no, likewise. It's so hard to get together, even though we're in the same city. I feel I like, know. you know, it's a rare occasion that we get to spend the time together and you know, chat about life and, you know, how business is going and everything. I'm always happy to hear 
your updates and you know how things are coming so it's very exciting and thank you for having me on this podcast i'm so honored to be here and can't wait to share some of the things that i've learned over the past few years yeah thank you so much so just for some listener context jocelyn and i are friends from new york we met i want to say nine years ago (laughs) maybe more yeah (laughs) probably 10 years ago and so it's been awesome to be in your orbit in your community and honestly you've seen my just like my journey (laughs) throughout all of this but I'm so thankful for you I know even as the times that we've talked about business and career like you always have the best encouragement and words and I always learned from you so I wanted to bring that to the podcast today likewise well I'm so happy to be here but likewise I mean every time I have a conversation with you I feel like I'm thinking about what it's like to start a brand and like from scratch and what is it that the audience is really looking for and I love our discussions our in-depth kind of like discussions that we have and there's just so many ways of doing things right so kind of like seeing what everyone's uh, perspective is is very important yeah, for sure. Okay, so I I do want to start with introducing you formally. So if you could say your name and then where you work, and and Absolutely. then we'll we'll jump right in. Yes. Yeah, so my name is Jocelyn. Everyone calls me Joss or Josh um, and, <laughs> or Josh. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know, either way goes. But yeah, so I work at a design agency as an associate creative director. I love my job. I've been at this for way too long, maybe over 17 years or so. So I've been working in branding, in design, but mainly I specialize in packaging design. So that's my specialty. That's not something that I started from day one. It's something that I kind of build and learn to love. And something that I can't move away from anymore because I love it so much. Yeah, so yeah. I'm very honored to be able to kind of do the job that I do. It's definitely very creative. It's also very strategic at the same time as well. Yeah, that's what I love about it. And I know just from my own personal experience and knowing you for a while, you're a very hard worker and I know you love your job. Like you do so much great work. I was just looking at the some of the work on the Instagram page that you shared with me and I was like, wow, like Jaws, you've never really shared this, like this this like the actual, you know, way that it looks and how it looks within brands. So that's why I really I, I was so impressed. So just knowing that you have so much information, but also then seeing your work visually as well. And that's super cool. Okay, so how did you get into the branding where I know you say you've been in it for 17 years, but what brought you to design and that world in the first place? How did you decide to get into that career? That's a great question. I have always been a terrible student. <laughs> definitely the worst student there is. Yeah. I don't like studying. I don't love, you know, reading like words and like maths. It's just not my thing. And I was really drawn to art since I was really, really young. But 
everyone has told me art is something that's really hard to get into and especially build a career. So when I first went to college, uh, I was looking into, you know, what is it about art that I like? So there's like fine arts that you can go into. You could go into sculpture, you know, you could go into uh, fashion. There's so many different areas that you could go into. And I could not decide what I wanted to do in my life because I feel like that's usually is the deciding factor of what you want to do. And then you have to stick with it for as long as you can <laughs> until you change your career. But I couldn't quite figure out what, what was it that I wanted to do. So for me at that time, graphic design, which is also called communications design, was kind of uh, like a 360 um, industry where you could really do anything. And graphic design it could be all-encompassing. It could be like logo. It could be like a brochure. It could be designing a magazine. It could be packaging. So it could be really anything. And that's what I loved about it is that, you know, I didn't need to decide what I wanted to do then. I still had time to keep figuring it out. And I'm so glad I did because I think with the with graphic design, it really led me to explore what I wanted to do. I tried doing website design. I've tried logo branding. I've tried, you know, social media. I've, I've tried so many different avenues of it. But I think what really stuck and what I love the most is packaging design. So that was the one thing that really drew me in and now I can't stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't, I, I've seen that some of the work and I was like, oh my God, that's beautiful. <laughs> So Thank I know you. that you do such a great job with that. I really love it. If I ever have a, a a product that I sell, I know I don't have any products, but if I ever have a product, I will definitely come to you. <laughs> definitely give me a shout. Yeah, hopefully I make you enough money by then to be like, I, I can pay you <laughs> handsomely. <laughs> no, no, no. You know, it's always... It's always free between friends. <laughs> so. No, I still got to pay you, girl. I still got to pay you. <laughs> okay, so I, I'd i like to go in into the difference between branding and marketing because I feel like those two can, they overlap sometimes and then mm -hmm. some people feel like they might be the same thing or are synonymous with each other. So can you tell us what is branding, first of all? Yeah. And then absolutely. how does it relate to marketing? Yeah, that is a great question. I get, especially people not within the industry, you know, they get confused all the time. Is it the same thing? What do you do first? That's always a question that get asked. But I think what's really interesting is that branding usually comes first. Because think about what a brand is. It's a brand is not just, okay, if you provide a service or if it's, you know, in store, you know, the product that you sell, not only that, but like branding could be yourself. You could brand yourself, right? Kind of like what you do, your services and yourself, you're, you've branded it, the logo that you choose, the font, the colorway, so that you could really give a lasting impression to the people that you're engaging with. And so I think a lot of the times branding really comes first because you want to set yourself up as like something recognizable to the whole world. Right. And then marketing comes in. So once you have set that foundation up of, you know, who you are, if you know who you're selling to and what services that you're selling, and then the people are recognizing you through your brand, then you could be able to market it. 
right? Like you could take that brand and you can marketing. Marketing, it means you could have paid ads, you could have campaigns, you could have talk video. It could be really any way that you really sell yourself. But I think it really starts with branding first. And I think that's the interesting thing about it is that you start with that. And then once you build your whole encompassing kind of world, then you take it to, to marketing and then you then take it to the next level and the next step of how do you expose that amazing creation that you created to the world. Ooh, so, so good. <laughs> I really love that distinction, right? Because I think a lot of people get, like I said, really confused about mm -hmm. the branding aspect of of. They think that that is their marketing. That is what marketing oh. is. If I work uh -huh. on branding myself, like that's it. That's my marketing. <laughs> and that's usually where I, I had that same thought as well. Or the opposite, like they'll just be like, I'm just going to market myself and then maybe not create a cohesive brand around what they're doing or their product. So, yes. so that's really good to know. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it could be it could be any brand. I'm just going to take the most iconic brand um, that you could think of. Let's say Coca Cola, right? Yeah, yeah. You, when you first think of it, is that like, of course, it's a packaging that you're thinking about, right? Mm -hmm. It's red. It has white type on it. It says Coca Cola on there. Yeah. It's just yeah. so iconic that you could close your eyes. You could go anywhere in the world. And when you see it in the fridge, something that's red and white with a script, you know it's Coca-Cola. Maybe it's not even in the same language that you're used to, but you yeah. immediately recognize that as Coca-Cola. And I think that's the power of branding is that it transcends on into different markets. You know, you could see an ad and you're like, oh, it's a, it's a Santa Claus. The Coca-Cola Santa Claus is a polar bear. Like you already immediately know or just like the way that the Coke can opens and like the sizzling and fizziness yeah. of it. You're like, oh, I hear it. It just, all of that is like built by marketing, right? Once you create a brand, once you create the red color palette, when it's, once it becomes iconic, now you market it to the world. And once you market it to the world, you use all these different tools and different channels to market it. And now everyone recognizes you. I think that's the power of branding is like the brand recognition, but also the brand loyalty as well. They not only just come to you for the first time, they come back to you over and over and over again uh, mm -hmm. because they know that you have that credibility or because, you know, they have that lifestyle that they have been wanting to have and to be a part of. Mm -hmm. Ooh, thank you so much for that. Okay, so since you mentioned a really iconic brand like Coca-Cola, right? It feels like sometimes branding can feel like maybe out of reach, especially for Ooh. like, uh -huh. um, you know, brand new entrepreneurs or like brand new business owners or maybe solopreneurs. Um, can you talk about who is branding for? Yeah, like, yeah that's a, a great question. I think it's Aussie. It's for every product that's out there so anything that you see on the shelf or not on the shelf it could be if you look around in your home every single thing is branded everything from the personal care stuff that you use every day to the food that you buy to you know the sofa that you're sitting on it could be anything it's all branded right but beyond products i think it's service as well like 
If you're thinking about the bank that you use, the app that you're using on your phone is not a physical product, but it's branded. Like Google, we're using, you know, Google Chrome, for example, to be on this chat or Zoom. That's all very well branded. And then beyond product and services, people. I would say right now with social media, I would say the people who are has a lot of audience and is really engaged with their audience, they are very well branded. And maybe you don't see it visually. So they're not using like a red logo, you know, on the top of the on, on top of their TikToks or anything like that. But branding comes in different shapes and sizes and forms. So visually branding it, which is like a logo, you know, a set of color, the fonts that you use, you know, the specific packaging that you have, all of those things are branding. But also you have to think about it as like the tone of voice, the way that you speak to your consumers. Are you, is the way that you speak to your consumers, is it funny? Is it like a meme, you know, or is it very serious? And I think with social media, that's how a lot of people brand themselves, right? You, it's a way that they express or talk to the consumers. And that's why you follow them. And that's why you go back over and over and over again. So that's definitely a way of branding. It really comes in all these different forms. So like I said, it's product, it's services, it's people, everything can be branded. And if you want a presence, if you want to engage with your audience, whoever that may be, it could be your mom <laughs> or it could be the entire world. It's always nice to have this branding sort of say. Mm, I, I like that because... <laughs> I'm thinking about my emails. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I'm thinking about my emails and in my emails, I include memes. <laughs> and oh, gifts. I love that. Yes. Um, because I just, at least for me, that's, I like memes and I'm also, I like, yeah. I don't like my emails to feel really serious, even though it is about mm -hmm. entrepreneurship and business. And, and at the same time, they're, my mission is to redefine entrepreneurship, right? So we can yeah. be silly and we can um, inject humor and ourselves into our business. So I like including memes because that's who I am. I like memes. I exactly. like gifts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So and that's I think really that's cool. what that's what sets you apart from everyone else, right? Like it's funny because when I see you have a podcast up or I see something. It always starts with a little graphic that you have going on. And I was like, ooh, I know it's the start of the podcast. I know it's the end of the podcast. You know, I know exactly who you're featuring. And I look at that and I was like, oh, okay, let me click on it. Like it for me, that becomes a constant reminder. And then the more time I see the Beatrice podcast, and like I was like, oh, I recognize that. And your my brain automatically just clicks on it. It's it's even like a secondary reaction that is subconscious. Yeah. So I think that is, again, the power of branding. It becomes like a habit, something that you just go to over and over again. Mm, okay, that's really good to know. But what businesses or why do businesses mm -hmm. need branding in general? Like, why is it important to really think about that as you begin in your business? Yeah, I think the first thing is brand recognition, right? So that you could be able to recognize your brand. It could be Pepsi, it could be Bank of America. It's that brand recognition. That's number one. I think another thing to think about is how you differentiate between you and someone else. 
So like you said, you like to put memes at the end of your email, which is great. That's a point of differentiation. You just branded yourself as someone who has that sensibility, that humor to it, and no one else does that. So then people will remember you. And then I think another thing is like building up that credibility with um, the consumer, the trust and the credibility. So people see you over and over again. They're like, oh, okay. Like, I think she knows what she's talking about. Like, I get it. Like, she's had less than all these like people she's been interviewing or she's been giving really good advice and tips and things like that. And then that sticks with the consumers. And then that's why they come back to you um, again and again. Um, and then lastly, I love the idea of branding being a way of storytelling. And I know that's something that we have talked about a lot, um, you know, over the past like year or two as you're starting up your business. And one of the things that I find very true, whether it's I'm designing a packaging or it could be a logo or it could be a social media post, I really think about what is the story that I'm really trying to tell at that point in time? What does the what is the brand like? What is it about? How do I capture the essence of what it's trying to say? So, for example, um, Beatrice, you were saying about your uh, what you do. You want it to have a sense of humor, like even when you're talking about something serious. And so, if I were to create a product for you, I will want to make sure that I convey that sense of humor in in like, let's say a bottle, right? Like you're, you're creating a drink and I would want to convey that in that bottle um, so that it really feels like the story continuates, not like beyond just your podcast, beyond just your social posts and your tips and, you know, the, the whole brand that you've created, but also translates into other aspects um, of your brand as well. Mm, I, I like the storytelling aspect of that. Because I think it's not something you automatically think about when it comes to branding. It's it's like you said, mm -hmm. it comes up. You think of it as, oh, colors and the fonts and the specific way that a packaging looks. But the story behind it is not something that I don't think it comes to mind. And But I, I believe good brands do have a really good story behind them. So Yeah. And the story could point. be a feeling. It could just be a feeling, right? Like some of the brands that we work with, like Summer Fridays, for example, it's less about, oh, I know exactly how they founded the brand. It's not really about the story of you know, the brand founders as much as like when you're using Summer Fridays, like the skincare brand, how does it make you feel? Uh, why is it that it's so um, coveted, you know, between all the influencers of that, between all the people who shop at Sephora? because they want to be a part of that feeling. They want to be a part of that group. They want you to have, you know, that kind of aesthetic. They like the aspirational piece of it. So I think that is the power of branding too, is the connection between my brand and how I really understand my consumers and then giving the consumers a piece of that. And the consumer's like, oh, wow, you really get me. I feel like I'm living it like in that dream. I feel like I have a piece of that. And yeah, it it is a very special feeling. Again, it doesn't have to be packaging. It could be a service as well. I don't know. I'm just thinking out loud banking because I have my bank credit card next to me. When I'm thinking about banking and let's say Robinhood, it's yeah. not like before Robinhood, there were no other institutions that do stock exchange. 
there's so many other institutions. Why was Robinhood so successful? Because one of the things is the user interface, which is a part of the branding, mm-hmm. is so easy to use. People are able to navigate through it, especially the younger generation. You don't need to go to a stockbroker and ask them a bunch of questions. You could do it yourself. So having the platform, having the accessibility to it, it just mm-hmm. becomes something that's so much more tangible. Yeah, I love that example. Just because I never thought of it that way. And Robin Hood, you know, when you think about Robin Hood, he's like this advocate for for the masses, right? Like everyone mm-hmm. yeah. can have access to the wealth and yeah. spread the wealth. And so that's yeah. that's the story that, <laughs> that I didn't even yes. think about. But that's their their whole idea. Is so like exactly. Wanna, yeah, they want to have this. Uh, the stock and stock trading as accessible to everybody. So that's a really, that's a great example. I'd like to go into, should we go into breaking down branding? Is that? Sure. Yeah. How can we break it down Mm -hmm. into something that feels that maybe then flow into how we can do it? Um, on a budget because I think a lot of people can feel like branding is um, you can invest I think a lot of money into your Mm -hmm. branding presence Um, but if we're just starting off yeah how how can we do that okay so I'll give you a simple breakdown of a general high-level approach so a lot of companies they come to us whether it's like small Little startup companies to all the way big giant corporations when they come to us at a design agency. This is kind of how we would do it. So we would sit down with them, do a little quick little workshop, understand what is it that they need, what are they trying to sell. It could be a service, it could be a product, and then understanding the brand, whether it's an existing brand or it could be a completely brand new brand. And we will approach it more or less the same way by understanding the brand, by doing research, by seeing if they already have a brand strategy. So a lot of the times, if they don't have a brand strategy, our strategy team comes in, they start helping them define the strategy. And so what the strategy really does and why it is so crucial before doing any design uh, when it comes to branding is really tapping into the consumer, right? Like we've been talking about it for the whole time now, it's all comes down to the consumer. It all comes down to who you're targeting. So, you know, who's the age group that you're targeting? Like, are you going for, let's say, um, women between the ages of 30 and 45? Um, It doesn't have to be so narrow of a group, but whatever you defined for your uh, customer base, um, that is, you know, the goal. And we should understand the mindset of what these people are thinking. You know, what are the brands that they're, they're shopping? Uh, what cars are they driving? What, the, what kind of food are they eating? How are they surrounding themselves? And, and what, what makes them tick, right? Then once you understand that, then you go, well, how does the product or how does that service fit into their lifestyle? What do we need to do to do that? So with that, then we just decide, you know, a lot of other um, strategic thinking that comes into it. We have the strategy team that talks about, okay, how do we analyze this? How do we create almost a strategic offering that's for this specific brand? And then from there, once we define what the strategy is for the brand, we then go into the design phase of branding. 
So the design phase of branding is when we, you know, take everything that we've learned from strategy, all the research we've done, all the client provided documents that we have, and then we go into, okay, let's develop a logo for them. Let's create some color palettes for them. You know, the font, making sure that everything is consistent, no matter whether they're using it on packaging, are they using it in the presentation deck, are they showing up on a website or social media? It should all be consistent because the consumers are going to be looking at this brand in all different angles, right? And so you want that brand recognition overall. So once we create like a brand identity, that's what we call it, identity package for them, we then go into execution. So once we have that defined, we go into, okay, well, the execution of it could be through packaging. So they offer 10 products. So let's design um, the packaging for these 10, 10 products based on this identity that we've kind of created for them. Or then let's now do the website. Let's now do like social media posts. Let's now do an ad campaign for it. But all really starts from the strategy, then going into a brand identity, then it goes into the execution. That's what we call the different kinds of execution. Ooh, that, I hope everyone took notes, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like I, might... I, I, I need to like pause and go back. So I'm going to re-listen to all of this. And I'm sure whoever's listening is going to have to pause and go back <laughs> and re-listen to everything because that was really good. Yeah, I'm sorry. When I think about it, I'm also like mapping things out in my mind as well. Like this is kind of how I see it. Okay, it's in one chunk, the second chunk, and then the third chunk. Like, and this is the process of how branding is. And of course, it's very fluid. You don't have to do it like this. It does Mm -hmm. seem very daunting. It seems oh, there's so many different layers that we that goes into it. It doesn't have to be, right? Again, think about it. Like, how many successful people on social media? are doing well. They don't really have a specific font. We don't have a specific color palette. You know, that's totally fine. I think when we're thinking about branding is so traditional, right? That, oh, it has to be this, it has to be that. And this is the way that we do it. And of course it is, if we're thinking about consumer goods, because you're going to be displayed on the shelf and then you're gonna have an ad that's connected to this packaging that you're going to buy on the shelf. So you need to make sure the consumer is relating the two things together. But if you're, you know, maybe you're branding for a service, you may not need to be so rigorous about this whole process. And it it does not need to be as daunting. Yeah. Oh, I like that. I like that, that there's a distinction between the consumer goods and then the services, because I feel like people can get caught up in the minutiae, right, of, of branding if they're a service. And and people really can attract clients through their brand, but because they're really just being themselves. And that's consistent across yeah. their emails and exactly. their, like, social media. So, yeah, that's a really, yeah. that's really good. That's a good way to think about it. Yeah, like copy, you were saying, right, like the tone of voice, like I, we were talking about, like you adding a meme, that's branding to a certain extent yeah you may not have created a color palette that you're using across all your emails but like now it's something that's very recognizable to you and you kind of like own that like adding meanings to the end of your email and i i love that like that quirkiness that personality really kind of comes through 
yeah across different things and like the way that you write in the email you know the way that you format things the way you speak to your audience and that's all a part of branding yeah yeah that's so good to know okay so are there any free resources that you can think of that people can use if they wanted to tackle the idea of branding for their business absolutely i highly recommend again it doesn't have to be millions of dollars to create a brand you could start from scratch i think what is nice about ai nowadays and of course there's different debates whether ai is good or is it destroying the world i mean see it however you like <laughs> but i think there's some very very useful tools out there so i would say in terms of free tools start with something like ChatGPT. If you don't know where to start and you're creating your brand uh, from scratch, again, whether service or product, go to ChatGPT and just ask it a bunch of questions. So what do I need to do? I want to start a brand and the brand is about X, Y, and Z. Ask, ask this question and it will start generating ideas. It may not always be the right idea, but at least it will give you a place to start, right? And then, then you start asking more questions. Okay, well, you know, if I create a brand like this, then how, what do I need to do? Or can you give me some free tools to start creating a logo for it? And then it will populate a bunch of answers and then give you suggestions and options of like where you could kind of start. So AI, ChatGPT is like the first and foremost place that I usually go to when I have questions. And definitely take it with a grain of salt <laughs> because I think that some of the answers are amazing. Some of them are not. So definitely still do your own research, but I think it's a great thought starter um, kind of area. So from there, I would say if you're doing design or if you want some quick ideas generated, Midjourney, again, is an AI tool. Midjourney is really great. You could kind of like type in what you wanted to create and you can help create, you know, some of those ideas that's kind of like in your head, but you're not able to execute it. That's a great place um, to go about. And then again, go back to ChatGPT, ask for it. If you're trying to do a logo, there's a lot of AI logo softwares out there. If you're trying to do packaging, there's a handful of them too. So it really depends on what you need. All the way to presentation. If you need an investor deck, right? Let's say you need to find investors and you need to create a deck for them. Go to ChatGPT, ask it, like, what are some of those great investor deck tools that I could use? And that's AI generated. And then you fill in the blanks, right? Then I would say another place to go to beyond AI is friends. I love having all my talented friends around me. Uh, whenever you have a question, you go ask them, but don't be afraid to ask for help. And that's something that I've learned over the years. Always ask the people around you and that's how you gather information. So ask friends if they have a special talent, would they be able to help you to work on a project together? And then lastly, there is a lot of paid resources out there. So freelance resources, it is not like an agency. You could find people on Instagram, for example, like you may be able to just hit them up. You're like, oh, I love your work. You know, I'm working on this project. Would you be open to helping me do a logo or to do X, Y, and Z? A lot of people would be open to something like that. If you don't, you know, if you don't find anything on Instagram, there's also um, a few websites called Upwork or Fiverr, 99designs. And, and there's a lot more out there, but those are good starting off points of it could be paid by project or it could be paid per, per their time. 
So it really depends on, you know, what kind of payment system you guys want to do. And it depends on the project need that you have as well. Ooh, thank you so much for that. Those are all really good resources. So I know Fiverr, I've, I've used that before. Even Sean's on Fiverr. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. so he helps with websites and stuff. So I know it is That's a really great. good resource. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you could get everything on Fiverr, right? Like it could be a packaging to like logo to like website, like you were saying, like it could be social media, brand ID. It could be everything. Um, you could create your whole system on Fiverr. So highly recommend checking them out. Yeah, yeah. And you know what's funny, Joss? I actually asked Sean to be like make can you make a logo <laughs> he's really it's, artsy like that <laughs> yes um, i love he it is out. he is he the one who created the logo for you yeah that's yeah. awesome that's amazing <laughs> that's so great <laughs> that's what i mean ask people around you for help <laughs> right? yeah for sure you never know you really don't know who, who know. can even i mean i got lucky with him but you know you might find someone in your with your family or like friends of friends that could really help out so that's a really great tip i i ask rob all the time for help i was like i can't edit this video i don't know how to do this and he's like all right just send it over to me and i was like thank you (laughs) isn't it great to have partners that are are doing in design or creative fields Yes, and you're, cre- you're you guys are both in creative fields, so that's pretty cool. I wish that one of us wasn't in creative field. I wish he did like he was accountant or something. He could do my taxes. <laughs> <laughs> that would be even better. Oh gosh, I know. Just, I'm so done. I I just started my taxes today, and I I I only I had to take a break. <laughs> yeah, it's don't terrible. get me started. I have not started, so let's not start on yeah. that topic. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I feel like we got a lot of really good information. Thank you so much, Joss, for bringing Oops. your expertise and everything. I know that in my journey, just talking to you has always helped me. And even without, oh. even if it's not branding, you always encourage me to do different things. So I appreciate you all the time. Oh. I'm excited to see you in Malaysia. <laughs> yeah. Likewise. Well, thank you so much. I mean, I always have such a blast talking to you and like brainstorming. I was like, oh, yeah, I never really thought of that. And we're just like powwowing, throwing ideas out at each other. It's just so fun. It's so great. I love that. And I think I miss that a lot. Like we, you know, how during pandemic time, like everyone was kind of shut in and like there wasn't a lot of that physical bantering and like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah that like in-person conversation you could just spitball ideas like i miss that so i'm glad that like we're kind of like all back out and meeting in person though we need to see each other more often yeah i need to come over i i feel like you definitely have your own brand like your house is the most beautiful house i've ever seen it's so it's i i that's like a dream for me is and I can see why, because you're so natural. You're such a natural at creating beautiful design all over in other areas of your life, not just work. <laughs> so, That's so sweet. Well, speaking of the house, it was 
mainly, of course, we wanted a space that we could live and we feel happy and comfortable in. But also, I've always had the idea of like when we're designing the house, it should be for shoots. So I already kind of had that in mind uh, way back when. And then now that the house is like always 80% done, we've actually listed our house on some of the websites. So that you're right, it is branded now because we list the house up for shoots and, you know, and all of that. And so we have a specific like layout, design, and like template and all of that. That's kind of like dedicated to the house. <laughs> so That is genius. Joss, that is genius. <laughs> I honestly, like if I hire someone... Honestly, I'm down to go to your house and take pictures. I have a camera. I have a Sony camera. I need new pictures for my website. And just like pictures of me that are professional. So I have a professional camera. So I'd like to go and take pictures at your house. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what you should do? Okay. So you're going to come to my house. And then my sister could take pictures of you because she's a professional photographer. So like she could do that. And then you see, like all the services done. (laughs) Oh my Lord. Okay. So, (laughs) oh my God. Yeah, that would be great. As I have the camera, you know, with Sean being in a creative field, we have the stuff. (laughs) We have the camera, we have the stuff. But sometimes it's just hard to find the locations or the space that feel like good aesthetic places to take pictures in you know Mm -hmm. so yeah your house is perfect yeah well thank you well you are more than welcome here anytime anytime awesome thanks joss so i want to thank you for being on the podcast for gracing us with your time and you don't have to and I can totally honestly I can edit this out later <laughs> but if do you want to share if people want to like learn about where you work or case agency yeah, yeah absolutely yeah yeah that would be great I don't know the handle so give me a second <laughs> <laughs> that's okay uh, you, wait I, one second well, let's see. Oh, okay so it is case agency that's the handle so if anyone wants to follow the agency that i work at we do a lot of branding for mainly beauty and lifestyle brands give us a check out it is at case c-a-s-e agency a-g-e-n-c-y um and yeah you can find us there on instagram you can find us on our website we've worked with small startup brands all the way to big, large corporations like Procter Gamble, Unilever, Shiseido, you name it. We've kind of like worked with all the big brands, but you know, we also always love working with um, startups as well. So feel free to check us out there. Yes, I already follow you there. Well, I follow you at Case Agency, uh, both, both the yours <laughs> and well, Case. Don't. My, yeah. Mine is terrible. I'm not branded. I have not posted anything <laughs> since 2018. So do not follow my personal one. Are you saying you're a creeper, Joss? <laughs> yes. Just like I just people's posts. I just, exactly. I just follow other people, but then I don't post anything. And I love that. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. All right. Well, thank you so much, Joss. I appreciate you. And I'll see, see you soon. 
Amazing. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to the Be A Boss Coaching Podcast. Remember to come on over to the BeABossCoaching.com and book your free discovery call where you can learn more about coaching with me, what it takes to start a business and grow the skills while growing your business at the same time. I'm excited to learn more from you. Remember to sign up to our newsletter and come back every Monday and Friday for new episodes.